again, the song features on both albums. If you fancy a copy of either album, we have them all with us if you want one. Hi guys, my name is Michael Burgess, also known as Young Hunger, continuing on interviewing top young successful entrepreneurs from Northern Ireland. Today we're on the streets of Belfast to catch up with the man who goes by the name of the Belfast Busker. If you've been out and about around the city centre you'll know that this guy is of the very best of local talent, a true gentleman and is well on his way to becoming a global superstar. That man is Mr John Gardy. Let's go catch up with him. First off, John, big thank you, mate, for sitting down and speaking to us. No we want to show the young people of Northern Ireland that you can become hugely successful at anything you do, following in the likes of your own footsteps. But we also want to find out just who the real John Garrity actually is. Take me back to the very, very beginning. So, how did this all start? This started back uh, 2018, 20, I am 2018. Um, I had been visiting Belfast for years, just normally coming up for a few days and heading back down. I always knew the scene in, in Belfast was very vibrant and modern in music. At that time I was performing a lot of country music, I was spending a lot of time in Nashville. And I suppose my head was elsewhere as far as music went. It wasn't uh, current enough and I was working literally every day. I was a taxi driver and I was thinking what else could I do or how could I change music. and. I was up here, I think we were doing a show in Belfast, went in the matches and literally bought the equipment, the bare, bare minimum, to go out and, and busk. Just, it's something I always wanted to do. And um, I went out and done it, and I said, I've hit something here, like. there's something, this is different. It wasn't what I expected, the reaction, and I'd only done it very briefly that day, but I knew straight away, I was like, either something there. It's the connection with people that are out shopping, and I'd been gigging for years. And whenever you're going into a gig, you have to do what you're told. Mm -hmm. I like the freedom of busking and nobody telling you what to do or how to perform or what songs to sing. And I just went with it, and I knew whenever I'd finished, it was like, this could easily be a job. I went away traveling for a while out of the States, and came back and I knew when I was coming back that that's what I wanted to do. We've experienced a lot of different music, different styles, and it's great to come back home then and perform them different artists that you find while you're traveling yeah. at home. And then all of a sudden they're in the charts and they're, they're big over here. But no, I've been, I've been going for years uh, at a young age. Mum and dad took us over to America and it, uh, I always had a great connection with it and it's a special place to me and going to them big major cities in the States and seeing buskers perform. That gave you encouragement? To that encouraged me to yeah. bring something home and coming back and thinking I've seen so many different things over there, what can I bring here? And I automatically knew then to look online at what was very current and at that, that time X Factor, Britain's Got Talent was big. And I always knew to look for songs that connected with people. And it was the likes of Say Something I'm Giving Up On You, the likes of, at that time, Lady Gaga had just released The Star Is Born. Yeah. That was so popular. <laughs> um, and I knew there was certain things that I could bring to Buskin. Yeah. 
the people would get people listening and it, mm. it, it worked. And How did your family take it whenever you left for America? Like, was it hard leaving everyone? To they didn't know I or? was, they, they knew it was, I was going to go to America for, for a period of time, but they didn't think that it was going to come back and, and start busking. Mm. And, you know, my, my parents have been very supportive of music, regardless of when I wanted to do it. Whether it was working for them, they'd always yep. give me the time off. And, you know, taxiing was great. I'd done taxiing for years. Yeah. Good fun. That um, was your dad, wasn't it? Yeah. My mum and dad. Mum and, and dad. Did you, ever, uh, did you ever feel the pressure of nearly taking on your dad's business? Uh, not so much. On. I had an older brother that had done that, so <laughs> it was kind of... I always knew, you know, music was my main thing in life. And then I've got a wee man as well, mm. and he uh, he comes and sees me as much as he can as well. And I go down home, and it, it's great. It's great mm. because he's loving music too. He's starting guitar lessons at the start of March. And his father's there. So, well, I didn't take the guitar lessons at all. I, <laughs> I could never get the understanding of it until Jonathan came on board and started playing guitar with me. And then I took lessons, yes, obviously, throughout my childhood. Yeah. But to properly focus on guitar playing, you need to take time. You know, looking back now, I think I overthought it at the time. I was thinking too much of chord progressions and stuff, where I should have looked at the basics. But Jonathan was amazing. Like, he really helped me with that. Mm-hmm. And he is amazing for technique and his style of playing. And... When I first met him, he had very little English. Yeah. He's from Argentina. Um, How did you fall in with him then? Did you? Oh, this is a totally different story. <laughs> I was busking in the town and one of the local bars in town had just been talked over by a friend of mine. He's a successful manager. So I've been told this, that uh, I should really take the opportunity from him. And I said to him, I says, I just really sing. and. I don't really play guitar. I can play guitar, but I'm not great. And he says, no, don't worry, I'll, I'll sort you guitar player. Lo and behold, he sent me a number for a guitar player. <laughs> and <laughs> I went and met Johnny, and Marty had found me one of the best guitar players I've ever met in my life. I showed him a set list, and he says, yeah, he says, we can gig on Sunday night. We Two nights later, we done the venue, and it was like after that we had a connection that was insane. Yeah, I could look at him and he'd know to finish the song. Yeah, yeah. I'd I look would. at him and he'd know that I needed a break to play a middle eight, to play a solo, whatever. He was the right hand man mm. that knew everything that I was thinking, and it's just insane how it worked out. Yeah, it's like meant to be nearly. <laughs> oh, it's mad! Like because you're so busy. We are really thankful that you actually sitting down taking the time oh, to talk to us. No so problem. how do you fit it all into a day or what does a day look like to you? Some days are busy as anything and some days it, it's a lot to do with the weatherman, you know. Mm. Um, if we have a good day weather-wise, there's only one thing I'm doing, it's busking. If the weather's bad, it'll consist of me going for a coffee and sitting going through emails, texts, replying to people. And some people, like... The inbox is insane. Yeah. <laughs> like some people will say to me, uh, oh, I read, I read you a message. And I'm like, I'm really trying to get through everything. Yeah. But there's only so much you can do until they start building up again and building up. I'm trying to work on albums. I'm trying to post albums out. I'm trying to get merchandise out. Um, so much background. Trying, yeah. yeah. And then I'm also worrying about learning songs. Weddings are coming in. F- 
weddings are in same next year mm -hmm. and the year after and i'm just trying to get put everything together make it work we're looking at keeping everything correct as well and above board which is a totally different ball game you have to be prepared to get up in the morning and get out and, and find your pitch make sure it's good conditions good weather conditions like the wind is a big factor in there where i busk mm. But you have to be respectful as well of, of the other businesses as well. Yeah. So we, we work the, a lot. The, the pre-mark, isn't it? Yeah. Is your, is your yeah. spot, isn't That's it? That's yeah. what I always do outside the McDonald's. Yeah. And we're, like, I'm so lucky the Belfast City Council are really good to me. And mm. they always come up and, and make sure I'm okay. So it's been great, like, you know. Was it last year you were on the Nolan show? We'd done the Nolan show. That, yeah. was right before, that was right before we went to Thailand. We'd done... The Nolan show, then we done the Empire gig, which was sold out, and we done Thailand, and then everything closed down. Two years ago today, from mm -hmm. the Nolan show. Was it? Two years ago. You, you got a surprise from a special yeah, guest, didn't you? Yeah, that was Codeline came down. And How was that? <laughs> that was your like, idol, wasn't it? Yeah, Steve yeah. Garrigan was so good to me. Those guys are insane. Like, yeah. different, different level. I remember how much organisation went into mm bringing that together to make that happen. Um, but it was mind-blowing. My mum mm. and dad came up from, from Anna. They were in the audience. You know the, the Code Lane video? The guy that took that video, he was in the audience. The guy that set me up to play with Johnny, yeah. the guy from the bar, he was in the audience. The people that had really worked hard for me to get to that point was there. And it was just a special gig. Does singing on the streets of Belfast or having such a big presence on the internet, does that ever come with any criticism? Totally. How do you, how do you handle that? Like? It is what it is. People, uh, I would say more so on, on the internet than anything. Mm. It doesn't really bother me. I just keep going, keep doing what I'm doing. I'm not out to offend anyone or annoy anyone. I try and bring a bit of happiness to people's day and sing songs that people want to hear. Yeah. And it's never ever to offend anyone. So mm -hmm. anyone that kind of gets annoyed or angered, I just keep yeah. scrolling. If people have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all, you know? Yeah, so when you're going out to the streets, what sort of drives you to do it? Is it like a family thing? Is it like a money thing? Is it a fame or what's your why? It's everything. There's, that's all combined into one. That's part of the process to get your name out there, to be successful and just you bring all that all that together and you try and, and, and make a living, make a life and make it good, you mm. know. It's all right going out and singing these songs, but you have to sing them at a certain standard, make sure that they're they're come across well and that they're received well. Yeah. It's it's many factors. Busking is a different it's a whole different game, you know. Yeah. But it's it's definitely something special, you know. It's yeah. it's amazing. Would you use goals to help you get there? Like long term, short term or not really? Everything in life should be a goal. Yeah. You know, if you want to to be successful, you should set a goal. If you if you want to change your change your path in life, which I done, mm -hmm. set a goal, yeah. achieve it. Sometimes it works out. Not every goal you're going to achieve. You know, you have to keep trying and keep trying, keep knocking on every door until mm. one opens and says, "Yeah." You know, some of the people that have met has been amazing. Mm. It's part you of know, the journey, nearly. Yeah. We're here in this amazing venue we're in the Warren. The only reason I met this guy was from music. <laughs> you know, he, he had me playing his, in his garden <laughs> maybe a year and a half ago. It's all about meeting people, 
through networking other, yeah, yeah, networking, yeah, through your know, music, yeah. And it's it's just special to be you know to be in that circle of good people, successful people as well. So how how important is it to have like like minded people like yourself around you for you to big succeed? time? Yeah, the people that I'm surrounding myself in are they're all the best that's in the business and. It's not to try and say that I am one of the best or anything. It's just that they can help me along as well yep. and make it a wee bit easier. Um, to help you get to that next Yeah, level. totally, yeah. totally. Um, you don't have to own own anything. You know, you could be a worker in a place and you could still be an amazing person. Yeah. Just because you own something doesn't mean that you're any better than someone that's working or, you know, like the, some of the staff that work in the venues that are playing, some of them become my best friends. And they become part of it. Oh, yeah. mate! I, I'm the first person that will text me after a gig or take a video of me at a gig that my followers then view. Yeah, you know that's good people that support me. That's what I mean by the best. That's why they're 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 friends. You know. Yeah, you were saying there about the Balmoral Hotel. Yeah. Me and Ross actually went down to see you last night. It was actually really good to see you in doing a live gig. This one called the Ballad of Grace for you. As we gather in the chapel here in all Kilmainham's hell, let's see the hands of the air. I think about the last few weeks, or what they say we failed. And from our school days, they have told us we must care for liberty. looking photos and looking at chat how, how do you find all that it's part of part of the package and mm. it's nice that people want to take the time to get a photo of me yeah because in my eyes i'm still a normal person working mm. and like i think i'm still the same person that i was whenever i was driving a taxi uh, i go out in a busk normally more so to sell my cds but people still tip me mm-hmm. and i just think you know it's so humbling you know the people will take the time to come over and ask me for a photo or you know this wee man is a massive fan of yours can he get a photo of course yeah you know it's it's amazing that i'm from county fermanagh tyrone and that i'm up here and people know me like i i, I be mind-blowing sometimes yeah. even when i'm on holidays like and p- people someone, still come up to you and people recognize me yeah. and it's it's something that's surreal you know because mm, I think we were with you before about 30 seconds and then someone pulled you away to talk to you and stuff. people do that yeah. people do that and a lot of people ask me you know about bookings and stuff when I'm out we want you to we've done a lot of garden parties last summer so we went to people's houses we're doing the same this year and like sang songs for them and it was amazing mm. so people want that this year as well so we're going to try and squeeze some in you know mm. See, you were saying there about the taxiing. Like, even when you were doing the taxiing and way before, like school, and did you always know that you wanted to be busking? 
or singing? No, or never busking. What was never in your thinking. head then, or when did it sort of come? Uh, to... Was recording music more so, recording country music, mm. and I was still gigging on the weekends, and then the busking kind of came out of nowhere. But it was like a lot to do with going to America and stuff that made me want to. I was looking at people making money from music on a nine to five. Yeah. I'm thinking, freak. I could do that. <laughs> I could do a nine till like one o'clock and mm. see how it goes. And yeah. it was like, yeah, this is for me. I'm, like I'm going to Liverpool every so often. I'm gigging in Glasgow this weekend. I'll probably busk for a while. It's just, no matter where I go, I can bring my speaker and bring my equipment and bust for a while. Play away. <laughs> the first time I actually, was it my dad, bought a CD off yourself. Okay. And then, um, funny enough, we were getting a TV fitted and your music happened to be playing. And the guy fitting the TV actually was like, who is that? And took a note of your name. I was like, right, right, okay. And then, That's how it works. Yeah. That's how it works. We recorded first album at Croc Studios. Uh, the second album we done in Attic Studios. So we're just, we're working with different mm. studios that are local and that are producing a good sound and people are getting a nice a nice CD whenever they're in shopping or doing whatever they want in the town. Mm. Where is like your favourite place to play in Belfast or where's your like favourite venues oh, to play to? The list is the length of your arm. I love playing in Belfast in general. I, I do the Balmoral every Sunday. Um, you were at the gig last night. I do Benedict from time to time. And uh, the Lansdowne's a great venue as well. We do, uh, there's so many different ones in Belfast, but a lot of my gigs now are like garden parties and weddings. And I don't do the bar scene, the pub scene as much, but like I've been so lucky to have, have good venues look after me. Um, like even coming here today, like we're in the Warren and a good friend of mine that owns it, mm. and I'm just lucky that I'm able to come to to nice surroundings. Yeah, like we go to so many different bars and stuff as well. Mm. Um, so where can people find you? You're at the Primark. You're at the Balmoral on a Sunday. On the Sunday, uh, I'm, I'm, the main thing is to come out and watch me busking. Mm. Uh, come, like we do Balmoral on a Sunday, we do Millie's, and then it just chops and changes. We've got gigs coming up in the Heart Bar, Dirty Onion. Uh, if you watch on the Facebook and the Instagram, you'll find all the information there. So there's there's loads, there's loads of always gigs happening somewhere. Yeah. My partner, she's a singer as well, uh, Lana Del Rich. Sometimes she be on the same bill as me, so sometimes you can catch the two of us uh, at the same time. Mm. You know, so it's it's great, like. It's good doing that together. Actually. Oh yeah, yeah. She's sharing she's that dream nearly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. But yeah, it's it's a uh, it's just just great to be doing nice venues, you know. It's been awesome stuff getting to spend the day with you out busking. Brilliant. Do you have any advice for young men and women looking to follow in your footsteps, or not even in, in music, but like anything, even like entrepreneurial? Life? Um, totally. I would always say, is as we said earlier about goals, yes, set goals and um, try and make them manageable and then set that bar higher the year after. Mm. Keep building, keep building. And nothing is impossible. You know, get out there. If you're a musician, buy the equipment that you need. Yeah, doesn't have to be the best equipment. Start off small. Grow, 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 keep it growing. Think outside the box. Like CDs is is a, a massive thing for me now. And build your online following. Always be humble. Always be nice to people. And always remember the people that looked after you on the way up. Mm -hmm.
You know what I mean? It's so important. Mm. People are so kind to me and I always, always try my best to remember the people that looked after me. Yeah. And yeah, totally, if you have the support of your mum and dad and your friends and family, that's all you need, mm. you know. For I know there's a lot of people, even young people looking up to you. Um, totally, I seen a video on Instagram of a young guy from Oma recently. And I sent him a message and congrat congratulated him. And I was doing a gig in Oma and the copper tap and his sister came up and goes, you know, my brother was so delighted that you had reached out and messaged him. And I think for young people that are up and coming in music especially, that wee gentle nudge and the tap on the back yeah, is so important. Yeah. It's so important. And yeah, in, in everything, you know, if, if you work hard and, you, and you, you're consistently trying to get better, mm. that's the most important thing. I thoroughly enjoyed spending yeah, thanks time with you. It's been amazing. Um, thank you so much to the team. This has been the Young Hunger Podcast um, with John Gardy. Check him out, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks a million, guys. Cheers. It's my dream. I don't know what it is, but we hide it. Even when we sleep less than damaged, I don't doubt it. We're holding on.